Hey, you guys, just wanted to let you know we have an amazing show called The Game Changer Show each and every single Wednesday at 6 p.m. GMT, where we interview uh, entrepreneurs, athletes alike. Uh, it gives people uh, an, op- an opportunity to listen to people's story, how they made some, how they've kind of uh, really turned their business around. Uh, it's fun. It's thought provoking. It's an opportunity to ask questions uh, and it's interactive. So if you want to come uh, and hang out with some cool people, uh, 6 p.m. PM, please go to uh, youtube.com forward slash sleeve forward slash Adam Strong. Uh, subscribe and click on the bell, and we'll see you there on Wednesday at 6 p.m. GMT. Cheers. Take care. This is the Game Changers Experience. Deep dive conversations with leading business disruptors, Olympic athletes, celebrities, entrepreneurs, and influencers from around the world. This show will teach you insights about the winning principles in mindset, productivity, marketing, branding, entrepreneurship, business strategy, and more. Hosted by Productivity Authority, business strategist, former elite athlete, author, and public speaker, Adam Strong. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Game Changers Experience with myself, Adam Strong. And today I am with uh, Mr. Skip Archimedes, who's, a, an ex- who's turned into a really good friend of mine, actually. Skip went from uh, being told he would never walk again, which was because he suffered from a broken back in training. And then he uh, seeked out masters and gurus from around the world to learn more about himself based on the teach, uh, based about his teachings to enable to heal himself to become an English acrobatics champion. Skip now works with some of the world's top CEOs uh, in the world from athletes and celebrities alike. He's worked with Sir Richard Branson. He's worked with Andrew Lloyd Webber and also Tony Robbins. Skip teaches results. That's what he does. Uh, And that's the reason why, uh, you know, we get on so well. And he teaches results about how to achieve peak potential in not just your life, but also in your business. So without further ado, how you doing, Skip? Welcome to the show. I'm amazing. Thank you for inviting me on your show. And I'm looking forward to uh, some of the juicy stuff we're going to get into. Absolutely, man. But listen, I know that there's a, a lot of people that may not know who you are. I mean, we've got listeners from all over the world. But give us a bit of a backstory, Skip. I know your backstory quite well. But just for the benefit of the people, some of our listeners, give us a, give us a backstory from, from when you were the gymnast and the kind of, I would call the normal human being, right? To breaking your back and then kind of getting to where you're at right now. Give us a bit of a backstory. I really want to sort of pre-frame this with the whole thing of every challenge we're going through is really to help us to reach another level. A challenge is not given to us to beat us down. And I was someone who was born with so many health problems. I was in a coma for three months with pneumonia, covered from head to toe with eczema, chronic asthma, allergies to dust, to animals, to, to pollen, to grass. I could lie on the grass and whatever part of my skin would touch the grass, it would all bubble up. Ooh. And uh, my first set of teeth rotted away from the amount of medications that I was being given. It was, and I thought that that was normal. Right. Now, it was only when I, they, at 11 years old, uh, my mum left my dad for my gymnastics coach. And at 11, I had to sit in a court and you got mum on one side, dad on another. And how do you choose at 11 years old who you're going to live with when divorces back then, you know, I'm nearly 48 years old now and divorces back then didn't happen like they do now. You know, you're lucky if you stay together now. Whereas back then, people just weren't getting divorced and we became like a weird family. And to be able to choose your mum or your dad at 11, it just ripped my heart, you know, wide open. And I chose to go and live with dad because I just looked at mum and thought, right, she's got someone. Dad hasn't got anyone. If I don't go and choose to live with him, he'll go and kill himself. Or do, you know, these were the thoughts that I was having at that, at that age. And he obviously stopped me doing gymnastics. It was the thing that I'd loved. And it was the thing that helped me with a lot of my health conditions. And at 11, eight, uh, yeah, about 18 years old, I started to do something back then which was considered so weird. And I do it every single day now. And I tell everyone to do it every single day. And, and it's not so weird. For some people, it is weird. But I start to talk to the universe. Oh. I start to talk to God or uh, source energy or what. There's a creation behind, you know, you don't end up by mistake in a body 
that rebuilds itself literally every three seconds. We've been gifted 50,000 new cells. And we made, of anything, from 50 to 100 trillion. And in a year from now, most of those cells are brand new cells. So you tell me that that just happens. No, it doesn't just happen. There is a create a creation. Instead of saying a creator, I think a, a creation behind the game of life is probably a better way of putting it. Right. And and I got guided to go and do what I loved, and I didn't love anything at that age. I was overweight. I was uh, I would have well, I'd gone through you know depression and definitely would have been labeled uh, ADHD and someone with, with mental health problems, 100%. And it just didn't make sense that life, the universe, God was saying, go back to gymnastics, go and do what you love. At 18 years old, and I'm looking at this fat kid in the mirror thinking, what stupid advice is that? <laughs> so I start arguing with this stupid voice. And, and then obviously you can't argue with intelligence on that level because it's in us, it's a part of us, it's all around us. And when we actually lay down our own weapons of war and we can actually be open to receive at super high levels. So I started to do something what uh, is not so weird nowadays, but back then it was very weird. And it actually became the very thing that it didn't just change the direction of my life. It, one, it saved my life, but two, it empowered my life in ways that I didn't even know was possible at that time. And, and I started to talk to the universe, or God, or source energy, or our creator, because there's a creation behind this game of life. And whether we all know it or not, every single one of us is creating our reality. Every single one of us. And what we can do is when we get empowered, we can start to create a different reality. I hadn't learned this stuff back then, um, so I'm kind of going to teach it, you know, while I'm sort of telling this story and, and I start to argue with God, I start to tell God uh, how life should be and all this type of stuff. And the messages that I got, they were so to the point that this is what I learned. Energy is going to win every single time. And the energy behind basically the lies that I was speaking at the time wasn't as strong as the energy of the wisdom that I was being hit with. So eventually I had to listen, I, I, you know, anyone with half a brain would have listened. And, and I went, so I lost the weight, I went back to gymnastics, found myself a coach, but because I hadn't dealt with myself, even though I was doing the very thing that I'd only been any good at and that, that the only thing that I really loved, I hadn't dealt with any mental health problems. I hadn't dealt with my emotional system. So even though I was doing gymnastics right. with a, you know, a good coach, I was doing it where I was getting angry. I was getting frustrated. And, and I, okay, I was in a, a fit body, but there's a big difference between being fit and being healthy. There's an even bigger difference between being fit and being healthy and being supercharged. Like we just, you know, I mean, I don't know, I mean, we lost a connection. And, you know, somebody, people have seen a, a cut in the clip. Now, that was energy being cut from a power source. Now, what happens when there's no energy? There's no life. Right. Literally, there is no life. There's no connection. We can't create. We can't do all the stuff that we know we can do when we've got energy coming through different many sources. And this is what I've learned. Energy doesn't come to us in one way. It comes to us in many, many different ways. And, well, and, and the truth is, when we get down to the most fundamental essence of what all life is about, it's one word, it's energy. That's it. But we've got to learn how to control that energy, how to focus that energy, how to create with that energy. Now, back then, I walked in the gym one day um, as a stubborn teenager, as, as, as a kid who had a big, I wouldn't say a big chip on his shoulder. This dude had a chip shot on his shoulder here and he had a chip shot on his shoulder here. <laughs> and, and, and with that kind of sort of like weighing me down in life, I was swinging around high bar one day and I wanted to let go, uh, you know, to do a dismount, to do a triple pack dismount. And, and, I, and I was in sort of prep to be, you know, one of the first kids in the, in, in the UK to be able to do that. And I let go of the bar a millisecond too late and instead of going away from the bar, as I swung round to dismount, I went up and over and I come down and boom, land on that bar, um, get diagnosed with, you know, I'm in and out of consciousness, get taken to hospital, or get diagnosed with a broken back and basically get told that I'm never going to walk again. And 
what I learned was that when you've got an unstable mind, an unstable emotional system, an unstable nervous system, and that stuff comes in, it was, it wasn't like a champagne cork popping off. Right. It was numbness. It was a dark hole of despair that I fell down because I couldn't even get up and go for a walk. I couldn't even go and walk, you know, go and connect with nature. I couldn't get out and breathe. I couldn't, I was stuck uh, physically. And, and what I've learned is the bigger the challenge, the bigger the blessing that's waiting for us on the other side. Absolutely. And, and, but I didn't know that at the time. So I was still a victim is probably the easiest way how to put it. And mum comes in one day and I didn't want to speak to people. I didn't want anyone to come and, and, and visit. I definitely didn't have any hope for a good future and a good life. And mum comes in one day and she says, look, I don't think it's game over. I found someone and he, he broke his back. He was in traction and he came back fitter and stronger than before. And he went on to inspire millions of people around the world. And I looked at him and I thought, who are you talking about? She goes, Bruce Lee. And I'm like, oh, for God's sake, mum. I said, this dude's a movie star. I said, none of it's real. None of it's true. And she said, no, it is. I found his life story. And I said, well, all right, just bring me, you know, like a kid with that attitude, like bring me everything you can then. Um, and, and wanting other people to still do stuff for me because I felt helpless, I felt useless. And, and she started to bring this stuff in and, and I started to absorb things in ways where I'd never absorbed this stuff before. And he inspired me, the people who he spoke about, people like the Buddha, people like Confucius, people, you know, like these ascended masters, Yes. Where if you actually go in, into their teachings, their teachings are probably even more powerful today than when they were first written. Because our world is so out of balance at the moment because of humans. Yes. And when we find this balance and this alignment with ourselves, it's actually what we project out into the world. The challenge is most of the stuff that's now coming out of humans is around being a victim, is around poor me is around anger or anxiety or frustration or some type of emotion that doesn't feel good in the body and the mind. And that's where I was living. And, and by absorbing all this wisdom and understanding three basic principles, and this is what I want to share with people, that there's only three ways that we can absorb or experience any type of life in this reality. There's only three it's either through the mind, because nothing means anything until we pin a meaning on it. And where focus goes, energy flows. So we've got to learn how to focus the mind in areas, in a direction that's going to serve us. And I was focusing on the problem. So guess what? I became the problem. So you've got the mind, you've got the body. And what's the third one? You've got your spirit. That's it, brother. Our spirit, our soul. So we're a mind, body, spirit. Now, if we're that, then shouldn't all the educational systems that are out there, shouldn't like, you know, the governments of, of, of each country be understanding this and be getting people to fire themselves up? Because if we look at these as three engines, don't we want to be able to use all three engines in life? I mean, think about like if, if we've got a, an aeroplane yeah. or a helicopter. And, well, let's say you've got an aeroplane. And you've got three engines on one side of the wing, three engines on another. How many engines are you going to want to use every time you take lift off? All of them. 100%. Now, what if one goes out? Let's say for most adults, their spirit engine's gone out. Because I'm talking about spirit like human spirit. Look at the spirit that's in children. Look how fast children learn. Look how much children move. Look how much children have got energy. Look how fast they learn. Look how much that in the moment look how they go and buddy up with other kids to create, look how they speak the truth. Let's say between four and eight years old, children at that age, who taught them any of that stuff? No one. No one teaching All the answers that we actually need for life that are actually already within us. We just need to be able to be able to go into that inner world and to bring it out. And when we bring it out, we actually realize that we're actually gods and goddesses walking on this planet. But 
that's the whole point of the game of life on planet Earth is to experience the awakening. So we're born with a blank mind. We're born with blank experiences with this body and this mind that we go through life with. So doesn't it make sense to make sure that we start putting in the mind and we start reprogramming ourselves to what's possible in life instead of focusing on what's not possible? So back then, I was one of those people who focused on what was not possible. And what was not possible was me having a happy life, me being free in a body again, me being successful in life. Because I'm being told I'm never going to walk again for the rest of my life. Now, when I started to absorb all this stuff, what I learned is that when we get the body, the mind and the spirit in alignment with each other, and we then learn how to get these three engines all working well, because they're like three different personalities, you cannot fill the body up with what you need to fill the mind up. You can't fill the mind up with what you need to fill, fill the spirit up with. So they all take like a different fuel or a different, you know, they're different mechanics. Right. But we need to be able to learn how to get each engine running well. And then when we get them working in harmony, now what happens is we get in these flow states in life. And if anybody studies any of the geniuses around the world, what they do is they know how to get themselves in these flow states. Because, and what a lot of people do and what I used to learn how to do well was get myself into a real negative state. <laughs> that is not like a flow state. It's like when you've got an engine and you try and turn that engine on, it's like, and it doesn't even start. That's what's happening. For, and it's also happening for a lot of adults' bodies now. Yeah. We now know that what they're now saying, and this is the World Health Organization saying this, 70% of all disease on the planet, it's all lifestyle related. So that's the majority. So what does that mean? We've got to change the lifestyle. Now, what they're also saying is that the conventional methods of helping people, i.e. going to a doctor, going to the pharmaceutical industry, they're saying those systems don't work. This is what they're saying. So, and 80% of all that stuff can be avoided by intelligent lifestyle choices. So I had to really look at, now, the other thing as well, what we're now seeing in adults is the mental health stuff coming up. They're saying 95% of people's thoughts in the modern world are negative. This yep. is insane. 95% of people, that's crazy. When we're children, we don't have those thoughts. We, we have this natural childlike spirit where we want to explore. We want, you know, we can find a stone and find a whole universe in a stone. Now we get these devices and we're <laughs> still bored. It's like, what the hell's going on with humans at the moment? Crazy. So we need to understand that we are the programmers. Now, what that means is that we're absorbing billions of pieces of information every single second. And most of it's going in without even awareness. Like if you've got the news on in the background, that's going in. And that news is not meant to inspire you. It's not meant to uh, help you live a great life. It's meant to shock you with a headline so that it gets your focus. And they're going for ratings. They've got a CEO to each one of those news channels. And their job is to get ratings, as many ratings as they can. And the bigger the shock in the headline, the more attention they get. So the systems are taking life and energy and immunity away from people. So back then when I was understanding, right, okay, I now need to block every negative thing that comes in my mind because I've got to reprogram my mind here. So understanding that was a, a real big turning point that all I had to do was just start to absorb different stuff. That's it. Yep. So I started to absorb stuff from the Buddha. I started to absorb stuff from Confucius and Bruce Lee. And I realized that if I get the body, mind, and the spirit fueled up, then maybe a miracle could happen. That's pretty much what did happen. I you know, wasn't able to move, but can, let me, okay, I'll ask you a question and see what comes up. On, Do you think your mind can make you well, yes or no, if you're real? Absolutely. Yeah. Now, do you think that the same mind could also make someone ill? 100%. Yeah. So this thing we've got up here, depending on what we're focusing on, is really going to depend on what experience we have, not just what shows up, but what shows up is going to determine on that, on that journey that we go down. 
And at any point in life, we can change our journey. We can change our destiny. This is what's so beautiful about being gifted free will. You know, so I was going to say, so when I, I was going to say Sanka, right. You know, I met, uh, I met an individual a couple of years ago, Skip, right. And he always used to think that he was going to go and get cancer one day. Right. He, he just had it so cemented in his, like, you know, his family had had it, his friends had had it, it you know, he had so many, and he was so fixated on the fact that he, he's going to get cancer, right? And guess what? He got cancer because he'd already, he'd already cancered it. He'd already, I suppose, he's already kind of conditioned his mindset to think that he's got cancer. And guess what? He's got cancer and no one else is going to change that. That's crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you, the saying that got me through, uh, as soon as I read this, and I actually don't think it was a spiritual saying. Um, I, I, I used to put a few sayings up, you know, when I was like, you know, I just opened my eyes and, I, and I'd want these sayings to go in. I think it might have been Henry Ford who said, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're probably right. So yeah. whatever you're thinking, what you're attracting. Right. So if you think I'm going to get cancer, I'm going to get cancer, that is your belief system. And what we now know is your belief systems really are what determine the quality of your life. 100%. Because, so, so my belief system before was, oh, it's game over, never going to walk again, life's going to be terrible, um, and, and, and I would have gone through life being a victim. And when I learned what was possible, and, and I believed that miracles can be born um, through us, and, and that was a big shift for me, because as soon as I absorbed enough stuff, it was like something shifted in me. It was like a piece of the jigsaw puzzle. It just clicked in. And as soon as it clicked in, I have no doubt that miracles are happening every single day. And they should be happening every single day for everyone who believes in them. Yes. Because just the fact that our heart is beating without us even having to think about it, the fact that our lungs are sucking this air in without us even having to think about it, there's so much of ourselves that is automated all we've got to do is learn how to enjoy the journey through life because we can't control what's going to go on in this outside world. We can influence it, right. but we're never going to be able to control it. We need to learn how to have 100% control of our inner world. Otherwise, the outer world will shape your inner world and the outer world, we just have to look how toxic it's getting, how crazy it's getting, how out of balance it's getting. We don't want that to happen in our inner world. So I learned how to, without even moving the body, I learned how to bring this spirit of life or human spirit, whatever you want to call it, a non-physical part of what we are. And I don't want to freak people out any more than this. Let's say that this device resembles the physical body and the physical mind. We right. see the body. We can see it. The hardware on the inside is like the brain, which means we can change the hardware. But what use would this be in the modern world without 3G, 4G, 5G or Wi-Fi? It's pretty useless. It's just a shell. It's like, you know, it's going back. Totally to just a shell. Exactly. That, unfortunately, because, so what do we need? We need 3G, 4G, 5G Wi-Fi. Now, any of that stuff, can you see it? Nope. Can you touch it? Nope. Can you taste it? Definitely not. Can you smell it? Nope. Can you hold it? It's, so what the hell is it? It's non-visible and non-physical, but yet we need it every single day so that we can now video call in real time to anywhere around the world, upload and download stuff, get new apps on there to be able to use certain things in super cool ways. Life is evolving way beyond where things have ever been seen on this planet before. We are at the best time in human history to be able to have life breathe through us so that we can create the life that we came here. And it's like more opportunities come up when there's a recession. And with all what we're going through now with this whole crazy chapter, it really is the time now to be able to learn how to create this balance and this alignment because that's what I did uh, back in the day. And just to finish off that story, I opened up my eyes one day and again, this thing breathed through me and we can call it a shot of inspiration. We can call it inner guidance. We can call it a message from God. We can call it the universe speaking to me. To be honest, it doesn't matter what it is and where it comes from. The only thing that matters is that we're ready to receive 
things from that super high frequency. It's a super high conscious frequency and that when we're open to it and we can go into it because light attracts light. And this is why without understanding frequencies, this is where someone will say, right, I wanna create a great body. A great body that functions well on the inside, high immunity, strong balance, flexible on the outside, and a body that I can go through life with and have fun. And they say they wanna change, but then what happens? Does that change last for a lifetime? And for a lot of people, no. Why? Because they make that commitment in a low frequency. And you can only attract what you're in the same frequency at. Now, when we learn how to take baby steps and we learn how to go up and down this frequency ladder, right. as soon as we, we, we do this well, then all of a sudden, instead of having to take Baby steps, baby steps, baby steps, baby steps, baby steps, because we need to do baby steps to understand how to go up and how to go down so that we're not jumping off a cliff. When we know this, then we can do this and go and take a helicopter ride up there and without having to take every step. But to begin with, we need to know what steps to do. So for me back then, like my baby steps were when my eyes opened and this thing breathed through me and said, right, you're going to walk today. I was like, okay, <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this. But if you say we're going to do it, we're going to do it. And I remember that first time of standing when, when I truly believed that I was never going to stand again, I was never going to walk again. And all of a sudden, there I am. And I looked up and I was like, whatever you are, you freaking rock. Because <laughs> I would have done this without you. Whatever you are, you got me now but you told me we was going to walk or I'm going to walk. And I, I say we now because it's a team effort. It really is. It shouldn't be us against the universe. It should be us with the universe. And I'm literally talking, I don't want to sound like a weird, crazy dude, but I'm talking about opening up to the intelligence of the universe, the energy of the universe, the power of the universe. And we can have that breathing through us to go and create what we want. That's true. So I knew that. And, and I believed it with every cell in my body. So I literally now had anything between 50 and 100 trillion cells all saying, we're going to walk, we're going to walk. It's like I had an army behind me. It wasn't just skip. It was like I, I felt this power behind me. And I just looked up and I said, right, you said we're going to walk, so let's do it. And they brought in these sort of little parallel bars. I, I held on these bars and, I, you know, I used my arms a lot but the legs still did that. And I walked and I just, I, I, I made a, a deal back then. And I said, I swear to God, I said, you let me stand every single day. And every time I stand up, I'll literally become one of the most grateful people that have ever walked on this planet. And I'll bring back gratitude because we miss it. We take ourselves for granted. We're not grateful for our, even our hands. Yeah. Think about just living life without hands and fingers. And people do. But we are looking for the bigger things and we can't be grateful for the simple things that we've got. And, and those three steps went into six steps the next day, 12 steps the day after that, no steps the day after that. I was bedridden for a couple of days after that because it was a lot. And just because I've got, you know, big dreams and aspirations, I went from six to 12 and it was too much of a leap. But, but I then learned to go a little bit slower, you know, just go a little bit slower. And, and I learned that by going slower, you actually have more precision. And so many people are in a hurry in this game of life. And when you're in a hurry, guess what? You're going to make mistakes. Just you, you're going to make mistakes. And, and eventually that walking went into running. The running went into jumping and crawling. And, and we sat down with the family one day. And mum said to me, I can't believe what we've just gone through with you. We've just witnessed a miracle. You're independent again now. What do you want to do with your life? And I took it back to what I was guided. Go back and do what you love. There's no point living on this planet if you're not doing what you love every day. Because otherwise you've just created hell on earth. Now, I, I didn't even say anything. The mum looked at me and she goes, you better not be thinking what I think you think. And I was like, I've got to do this. She goes, why would you go back to that place where it could, you know, Why? And I went, because I've got no fear. Now, here's the thing. If we had no fear, what would we do with our lives? 
if we wasn't if there was no fear of failure what opportunities would open up what new ideas would start to bubble through us opens up pandora's box doesn't it yeah exactly and and i went back to gymnastics i found myself a world-class coach which is what i say to everyone make sure, don't get a good coach get yourself a world-class coach and he was two times world champion and started training with him and about literally about 18 months after training with him i'm stood on the podium being given the gold medal for the english sports acrobatics championships now the only reason i'm telling that story is because the truth is there's actually a cha champion in everyone now a champion in this way because there's two energies that i want to explain one energy is a competitive energy which means when we're in sport we go into this competitive energy nothing wrong when it's in a sport because we know the rules and you never really lose in life by just winning one or losing one game. But the challenge is in life, if we're in this competitive energy, then we have to win and somebody else has to lose. And it's the stupidest energy to be in. Whereas if we go into the creative energy, because what we do is if, we, if we're in that competitive energy, we actually cut off the creative energy, which is the source of all life. And when we go into that creative energy and we learn how to focus the mind, we learn how to give the body what it needs, we learn how to fuel ourselves up so we get this spirit of life breathing through us. I mean, could you imagine what life would be like, Adam, right? If, I mean, I'm coming up to 48 years old in like, you know, a couple of months. Now, People have probably understood that I do. I have the energy that four, five, six-year-olds have. I have that creativeness that they have. I have that natural happiness that they have. I am in the moment like what they have. I go and create what they have. I go and connect with other people without any judgment coming up. What would happen if the adults around our world did the same or had the same? It would change how kids are being born into the world. It would change what we would create. It would change the whole experience of the game of life. So I really do believe that we should, you know, bring this, and I'm not talking about being childish. I'm talking about being childlike so that we get to see life through a wondrous set of eyes that children do. And, and that, I, I remember when they put that gold medal over my head, I thought, one of the first thoughts was, wow. What if I continued to believe what I was told? And it wasn't just by one expert. There was a, there was a number of these experts that said, look, we've seen this injury, you're never gonna heal. And, and it took me being stubborn. It took me being, um, I suppose, I don't even know what the word is, but it took me opening up to a new world. And that really what it, it, it is, is what happened. It was, I focus on things different now. I see things different. And what's really interesting is I see the people who still operate the old ways. Now, imagine this, the 3G, 4G, 5G, it's all non-visible, non-physical. That's the major part of our spirit that we want to bring into our mind and body because when we bring it in, we get to update our apps. We get to see things where no one else can see them. And if you're in business, you want to be seeing the opportunities. But the big challenge is some people get their mind focused on the opportunities, but then their body goes and suffers. Or they might win a lot of money in business, but now maybe their family and their relationships are suffering. So what this is about is if we can't create that balance between our own body, our own mind and our own spirit, what's the chance of us creating that in the outer world? Zero. And this is the stuff that I love teaching people. And, and, and since then, I went on to, uh, I went in business. I took what I learned, that discipline and that focus and that, and that wisdom into the business world. And I'm talking like over 25 years ago now, year one in business back then, we did over a million, and I'm talking pounds, not American dollars, a million pounds over 25 years. I mean, that's still a lot of money nowadays, but back then that was a small little fortune. And, and I didn't know a damn thing about business. What I learned was how to go and contribute, how to go and add value, how to see something in the marketplace that just nobody else had seen it. And I was able to get in there before anybody else. And I, you know, I built up a reputation around that. And my job was literally to bring 
acrobatics to some of the world's biggest shows. And I was doing contracts like with the Royal Albert Hall, the Royal Opera House. You know, it continued to do like, you know, big TV shows or it's like, you know, pop, uh, like a pop star or rock star was feeling like eight to 100,000 people in a stadium. My job was to bring the acrobatics to the shows. And, and it was epic. But then what was really interesting, Adam, was um, people started to ask me about my story. And, and just before then, because, I mean, who wouldn't want to share what happened? Because everyone was like, hang on a minute, Skip. You know, you, you shouldn't even be able to stand up. And you've just won the English Championships for the English Sports Acrobatics Championships. How the hell did you do that? Right. So imagine this now, this is before we can even have the concept of non-visible and non-physical stuff because now everybody uses it. They can understand it. They, 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 can, they, they get it. But imagine this. About 20... Yeah, about 25 years ago, I say, right, do you really want to know? Oh, yeah, yeah, I really want to know. Okay, great. We've got this whole game of life around the wrong way. We need to look at life from an from energy or frequencies or vibrations. That's how we need to look at life. Bro, everything else I said after then, straight over their heads. They didn't get it. And, and I was trying to explain it, but there wasn't this stuff around to be able to give people a resemblance to it. They, couldn't, um, they just couldn't understand it. Sure. And what I learned very quickly was uh, people were saying, hey, Skip's got a good story, but that dude is off with the fairies. <laughs> and so I stopped talking about it. So that's why I went into the business world. And, and I just didn't share this stuff. And it was only about 10 years or so ago, somebody asked me to go and do a talk. And I was like, oh, no, I, said, I tried that stuff before. Don't do it. People thought I was weird. And I tried it. It doesn't work. And again, it was a belief system. I said, I tried it. It didn't work. It didn't work back then. And they were saying, but Skip, these are very conscious people. You're exactly the type of person that they need to come in to inspire them. And I was like, no, 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 I really don't want to do it. Um, I just, people looked at me weird. <laughs> and I'm not weird. I know a lot of stuff that people don't know, but if they don't want to learn it, I'm not going to try and ram it down their, you know, their necks. And it was like, skip, they're ready to learn. Anyway, this person convinced me. And, and it was actually... Um, I think it was the Yes Group in London. I think that was the talk. Okay. And, and, and one led to another. It led to another. It led to another. And before I know it, I'm now running events all over the world, running exclusive retreats. We start getting celebrities. We start getting some of the world's top CEOs. We start getting some of the world's top athletes coming to these events. Me working with them as private clients. And, and that is now what we do. And I literally, I phased out all the other businesses that I've got apart from the property ones. And, and I literally just focused on helping people to live the lives that they came here to live. And it's, it's a joy because now people want it because they realize that the old default programs, the old belief systems, they're just not gonna bring people the lives that they wanna live. Right. So the systems are broken, not the people. All we need to be able to understand is that we've got this thing in the brain called neuroplasticity. And what it means is that if we have an interest in learning something new, we can learn anything at any age. As long as that heart's beating and the lungs are breathing, we can rebuild ourselves at any moment in time. And, and, and I've seen miracles happen day in, day out at our events. And it's epic. And, and, and I know you see them as well. So I hope that made sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's interesting. I mean, you touched on quite a few points in your conversation, you know, and I want to talk about something which is really interesting because I know that you've talked a little bit of like kind of talked a little bit about people, uh, people's mental health. Right. And especially as uh, where the where the world is right now, the craziness that's going through the world right now. Tell us a little bit about because, I mean, you've had an experience where, you know, you could have come from a place of I'm pitying myself. Um, I've got this victim mentality. I'm stubborn and I'm never going to do what I'm doing. I know, and you know damn well, that there's a lot of people out there that are playing this same card, the same record over and over and over again. My big belief is all about taking personal responsibility. That's the first thing. But what do you believe? How do people get from a place of 
this victim mentality of, oh, it's all about me. I'm going to use the blame game. It's my partner. It's the economy. It's whatever it might be. How do you get people to shift their mindsets from that, that, that place to a place of more kind of fulfillment, gratitude that you're talking about and love? Ooh, really good question. Now, we're dealing with, uh, I, I don't think that we can put everyone under one victim umbrella. No. I think that there's, um, how many billions of people we got on the planet? Coming up to about 8 billion people. So I would say that we've probably got about 7.99999 billion people under the victim mentality. Because, <laughs> and I'm not saying that to knock people down. I'm saying it because awareness is the first point of any change. Absolutely. Now, I see this everywhere I go. I see it with you know, people I grew up with. I see it with people who are you know, friends of the family. And it's the biggest challenge to deal with when someone's been really hurt by something, because what happens is when they get hurt, and I, and I understand this, you know, I, I really have a lot of empathy and compassion for these people because they just don't know what they don't know. And a lot of them don't know that there's a way out of it. A lot of them don't know because doing the work is not easy, Adam. You know, coming out of where I was to where I am now, it wasn't a bed of, you know, when you're a king or a queen, you get these people like, you know, throwing rose petals on the floor. Right. It isn't that journey. It was like a bed of nails that, you know, you feel like you're walking over it sometimes. And it's hard. It's easy. I mean, let's just take something simple. It's easier to be bone idle lazy, skimp off the government, you know, for certain people, sit on their backsides and do nothing and go and order Uber Eats and get all that food and stuff delivered to, they don't have to get them do anything now. They just let, hey Siri, can you order me? Hang on, let me turn it off. Still <laughs> order <me> stuff. <laughs> but, but that's how easy it can be. That's now what happens in that is there's no muscle that's built. And what we've got to understand is, first of all, do people want to change? Now the, the core of them Nobody wants to stay trapped in the mind. Stay trapped with poverty. Nobody wants to stay trapped being a victim. Nobody wants to feel trapped in any area of their life. But why do they stay trapped? Because one, we're creatures of habit. And as soon as we do something once, it gets easier to do it again and again and again and again and again. Yeah. Now, what I've learned is that when it comes to those people, they're going to take action out of one or two things. For me, it was that one, desperation. I hit rock bottom. If you're smart, which is not like me, you'll go for the inspiration. I had to get hit so hard. Now, here's the thing, Adam. What I learned, hang on, let me just take this. Uh, let me just get some... Too much yeah. vitamin D, mate. That's what you're getting. Too much vitamin D. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so when I, mean, I need it, we need it in this country. Um, you're lucky out there. Um, when we understand that we're going to take action at one or two things, that inspiration or desperation. When I look back, here's the interesting thing. There were so many ways that life was trying to inspire me to get me to take action before I hit rock bottom. And this is what I want people to understand. If they've got a challenge that keeps repeating and repeating and repeating, you see it in relationships, people come out of one relationship, they go straight in, different person, same crap. Just different story, Absolutely. just different things. But they're in the same frequency, so guess what? They're attracting the same quality of life. Now this frequency that I've learned is that when we're inspired, when we're taking like inspired action, when we're making somebody else's life better, not at the de de detriment of our own, because too many people go and sacrifice their, their health for their wealth, or they sacrifice a part of themselves on their mission. It doesn't work. Right. You've got to be able to find yourself on your mission. So you become more on your journey through life. And what I've learned is that as we are able to take people into these high frequencies, this is how I help people live a life of miracles. And I know that's a big, tough pill to swallow, especially when we're dealing with a logical brain.
but how is it that I'm able to help people become financially independent when I'm not even teaching them a single business strategy? How is it I'm able to help people live in bodies that are super strong and powerful with strong immunity? How is it that I can rebuild relationships between a mother or parents and kids or lovers? Because what I learned how to do is to get people into what I call the supercharged frequency. When we go into that supercharged frequency, what happens is the magic of life breathes through us in ways that no one can get it unless they're in it. It's like, it's like this. Let's say that you and I drive in, in an Uber, we're in a taxi, and we're in the back of the taxi, and all of a sudden, a song comes on, and you just don't like that song. And you say to the driver, hey, excuse me, driver, can you do me a favor? Can you just drive a little bit faster or take the next left to get away from this song, that song? Because I really don't like this song that's playing on the radio at the moment. He's going to look at you and go, what are you talking about? Wherever we go, mate, it's going to follow us because I'm tuned into a frequency. I'm receiving a certain frequency. And wherever we go, we're going to attract it. It's the same with people in life. And this is one of the laws that govern the planet. And it's called law of attraction. Just like gravity, if I throw this up, guess what? It's going to come down yep. every single time. There's no one that can throw that up and can beat gravity where they throw it up and it just keeps going and going and going and going and going. And if someone says they do that, you know, they're going to be full of BS, stupid belief system. So we've got to understand that this law of attraction, whether people know it or not, whether they like it or not, everyone is attracting into their reality based on the frequency that they're living their life in. And I can tell you now, brother, a single thought, the right type of thought can change our frequency. The right breath can change the frequency. The right food choice can change the frequency. The right environment, the right person, the right focus, the right project, the right, all, all of this stuff is out there. All we've got to learn how to do is to make some smart, intelligent choices to be able to make sure that when we bounce out of what I call this supercharged frequency, we're, we have that awareness and then we create the daily habits that bring us back up. And, and this is the stuff that I just love teaching people because it's a lot simpler than what people think. Life is so complex. We don't have to be. We you know, really don't have to be. You know, you know, I was going to say to you, Skip, right? And I know that some of our listeners that are listening right now, right? I know what they're thinking. I know what you guys are thinking right now. You're thinking, Skip, this is all very well. And, you know, we kind of know all this stuff. We know all this health, health is wealth type of thing. This is nothing new to us, right? But I've got a question for you, Skip. Really interesting question, right? Now, you teach a part of your program, which is about how to manifest more money into your life. My question to you is, what are the conditions for us to manifest more money and how do we manifest more money? That's my question. I love it. I love it. Well, what I'd like to do, Adam, is actually give people a gift. Um, I'll go into a bit now. Okay. But what I've got coming up is, and, and, and I think people might find this really useful, is we've got this five-day challenge coming up. And, and, and people can just go, uh, there'll, be, there'll be a link somewhere around here. It's just bit.ly slash supercharge with a capital S 21. We'll put the if link. They go there. Right. We'll put the link below. Brilliant. Now, what happens is every single day, I'm going to be going into giving them a, a masterclass every single day. So they're going to get five masterclasses. And I'll, I'll go through what each one is. And then I'll go through to give you something tangible around the money. So day one, because we, are, we live in a body, we've got to learn how to create the body that we deserve. So the body's strong, balanced, flexible, high immunity. And we love being in the body. Number, that's what we're going to focus on on day one, what to feed the body, how to move the body, how phenomenal this thing is. This is the miracle. And I know that like the press around the world labeled me the miracle man, but here's the truth, brother. I'm going to spend the rest of my life teaching everybody else that that's the miracle. And that is the truth. Now, on top of that, we're going to go for day two, where we're going to start to harness the power of this thing up here. Without creating the body that we deserve and we love, Without harnessing the power of this mind, we're not able to use this thing well. It's just like you learning how to use a phone. It's just like learning how to use the hardware. And they're saying that you know, we're only using 5 to 20% of our, our brain. 
when we go through these teachings, we show people how to literally use 100% of their brain. Now, when we've got the body functioning well, so we're not having to deal with oxidative stress, we've now got the mind where we've taken back control of our mind and we learn how to focus the mind, that's when we focus on the money. Because now we're in a high frequency. So day three, we're going to be going for manifesting more money. And, and I'll come back to give you a couple of bits in a minute. Then number day four, we are going to be understanding how to create loving, deep, meaningful relationships. Because we cannot go through life without connecting with people. But we're going to be talking about relationships with ourselves, relationships with other people, and relationships with God, the universe, our creator, whatever you want to call it. And then day five, this is where the miracles happen. This is where we open up to universal power where we realize that we're participants in this universe. We're not just participants on planet Earth. And when we understand that and we can appreciate that and we can start to know it by going through certain things that I teach people, like when people come, they go for our event and they have these out-of-body experiences, now they realize that they're more than just this physical thing. Because we know this from a scientific point of view. Energy can't be just stopped. Energy has to transform from one source to another. Just like the body. When the body's dead, just, you know, what happens when the battery of this dies? What do we do? Plug it in. Right. Now, if we don't learn how to plug ourselves in on a daily basis, what happens is if we want to start to manifest money, it's going to be a short-lived experience because what will happen is they're not going to believe what's possible. They're going to try something now and again. They're going to dabble at it and they're going to go, oh, this thing doesn't work because they haven't given it a full commitment. And, and as I say to everyone who comes back to our events, come and play full out and get to experience the game of life at super high levels that most people want, but very few people get to experience. So when it comes to money, these are some of the basic principles that I, I really feel that people need to understand. Money is an exchange. That's all it is. If the, the money, money was created as a value exchange, and it doesn't matter whether it is a, a, you know, a piece of gold back in the day. It doesn't matter whether it was a piece of jewelry or something I would have made. It would be like, hey, I'll go and exchange this wood carving if you can give me a haircut type thing. It, you know, there, there would have been bartering going on like that. Then it started to evolve to high levels. And then you'd have these markets set up and people bring it up to markets. And then they realized that, that they, they needed something more. So coins came in, notes came in, you know, the, the, the physical things came in. And now those physical things don't exist anymore. You know, for me, I didn't carry money anywhere. I just literally click that thing on. You see your credit card, well, your credit card comes up and that's it, bam, you just go and tap it. And so, but the exchange is still there. So what we've got to understand around money is some basic principles. Money is resembled to water. Now, what are we mostly made of? Water. And what did Bruce Lee say? Be like water, my friend. So I'm saying be like money, my friend. Because if we understand that when money was first created, look at what they did. When you had money, let's say that you got gold, where would you keep the gold for safety? You'd keep it in the banks of the river. What do we do with money? We can freeze assets. We can float loans. Money can dry up like a well, or we can have money flow to us in abundance. When we start to understand the basic principles around money and we get in alignment with that, all of a sudden new ideas come. Because when it comes to making money, this is the challenge that a lot of people have, Adam. And I've had many celebrities come to me who had millions and literally lost it all. And one of them, we got him 4 million back in one year. Now, how's that possible? Belief system was the first thing. We had to change the belief system. And, and we've got to change our daily habits. And, and we don't want to be chasing money, just doing stuff that we don't like. We don't need to do that in today's world. There's so many options out there. There's, so, there's such a big variety of all the ways that we can be involved with stuff online, offline. Um, we can do it for ourselves. We can do it with other people. We can team up. There's, there's so many ways. But what we've got to understand is the psychology. And this is the truth. You speak to any billionaire, even multi-millionaires on the planet. You know, people have gone, uh, I don't say millionaires because... 
the truth is it's pretty easy to become a millionaire in today as well if you get balanced and you know if you're balanced and you're you're in alignment so what you want you know what you find out is when you talk to these multi-millionaires is it's a psychology game it's a game of psychology Absolutely. we get 70 to 80 percent of that psychology locked in 20 percent is the mechanics how to do it Everyone's making the how 8%. Right, how do I do this? How do I do that? How do I do this? How do I do this? And they've got no fuel in the tank. And what happens is they get rejected. They get rejected. They didn't get their thing ready for the marketplace. They spoke to someone. Someone says, no, I don't want your product or service. Or they get involved with a network marketing system. And they now have no friends, no family members, because they're going to try and sell this thing to everyone that they're speaking to. <laughs> and there's no integrity. They're not in alignment. They don't understand how they're coming across. So what happens is they end up being disconnected from the truth and they end up having a negative association and a negative connection to money. Right. And that's the frequency that they're in. So what we do is we get people in these super conscious frequencies, these supercharged frequencies. And from that, you make different decisions. You get different downloads. Just like when you're in a certain frequency and you download here, humans are no different. And you'll download what you're meant to be doing for your next chapter in life. And it comes, and when it comes, and I take people through these processes and they're like, my God, I, I never even knew I had this stuff in me. And I was like, how did you feel when it came through you? Oh my God, I felt alive. I just felt like this is what I'm meant to do. And in those zones, there's no fears, there's no doubts. We get to create a better world because we're here. We just have to look at where most people are doing it, what they're doing at the moment. We're destroying our world with our creations and what's now going to happen. And you're going to see this happen for the next chapter. The entrepreneur, of the 21st century is going to get born. And it's someone who's in alignment. It's someone who gives back to the planet. It's someone who produces stuff that is in, in alignment with an ecosystem. We have this ecosystem. We're all given our own ecosystem, but we're connected to an ecosystem on the planet and we're connected to an ecosystem in the solar, in our solar system and our universe. And then there's multiverses out there. And just so people can understand how powerful this universal power is, there are more, listen to this brother, universes out there, not planets, there are more universes out there than there are grains of sand on this planet. Scientifically proven. Wow. Now I, I that goes, <clears throat> that's insane. It's crazy. Now, what does that mean? It means that if we want to really wake up, we've got to connect to this universe intelligence. And it's the biggest thing missing. Like Steve Jobs, his mission was to put the spirit back in the technology. My mission, my friend, is to put the spirit back in adults. Very cool. Listen, I, I know that we've been going on for some time and, uh, and I'm respectful of your time as well. But listen, I think that a lot of our listeners, and I hope that you've been enjoying the, listening in to Skip, uh, talking about, you know, the universe, uh, and, and just on so many different topics, you know, because I think there's just so much great content that you can take from, you know, our interview and effectively apply the principles that he's teaching you into your life and into your business. It's not rocket science, guys. It really isn't. But listen, Skip, do you want to say thanks very much for, for being on today? I really appreciate our conversations as ever. Really appreciate you, brother. And, um, awesome. and for you guys that are listening in, if you want to get a bit more information and you want to connect with uh, Skip, please do so and click on the links. Uh, you can click with the connect with him on the links below. But also, if you're interested in signing up to the free five day challenge, same again, just click on the URL on the link below. And then uh, when you go to the home screen, just uh, it'll give you an option and you'll see my name there and then it'll know where I have, where that, that, you're, that you're not just some weirdo, by the way. So um, again, just want to say thanks very much for being on the show, Skip. Hope you enjoyed and uh, really appreciate you, brother. Amazing. Thank you for having me. And I really, the conversation, it, it went in in a very uh, up there way, but it's the truth that's missing in our world. And when we have that truth breathing through us, the whole game of life changes. So I really do hope that this has inspired you. I hope it's inspired your listeners. And it's been a pleasure being here, brother. It really has. Awesome. So guys, listen, hope, you, hope you've enjoyed today. And uh, we'll see you again on the next Game Changers Experience. Take care and we'll see you soon. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, you guys. I just want to say thank you so much 
for listening into this episode of the Game Changers Experience. I hope that you got some amazing value, some great insights and golden nuggets that you can implement into your business straight away. I would really, really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review on the button below. Have a fantastic day and we'll see you on the next episode. Take care.